Good morning, and welcome to episode three of Closer to Sunset. I'm your host, Mark, and uh, thank you for joining us today. So what's on today's subject? Today is going to be about staying fit as we grow old. Now, I, I know this subject's been touched on before, but it's odd that, you know, Fit and older are two words that don't really go together in the same context that I'm thinking of. Fit and older means that, you know, you pick a good walking cane to go out to the park to feed the squirrels after you sit on the bench for an hour and a half, and then you take your quote-unquote crippled self back, and you sit and watch TV. That isn't fitness. That's just waiting for the end to come. So today, what we're going to do is talk about what you can do at pretty much any age. So little background about me. Um, as of this recording, I am 57 years old, and I have been a fitness trainer for the last, oh, coming up on 20 years now, but before that, I did every other job on the planet. I worked in a steel yard as a truck driver, bartender, jack of all trades, master of none, and I finally found my calling as a fitness trainer because A, I've always liked to stay in shape, and B, I just really like to help people go along that path as well. So how I got into all this was when I was 16 years old, I was always picked on in school. I was the classic you know, skinny kid, 105 pounds, dripping wet, who was bullied constantly. So my parents, at the age of 16th on my birthday, they gave me a, um, they bought me a gym membership. Now, this gym was sketchy at best. I mean, this is where your convicts would go to work out. It basically did look like a prison yard. And here I am, 16, skinny, green as I come, walking into this place that looks like, you know, where serial killers work out. So I go over to the rack and I grab my massive weights of 10 pounds each and I start to struggle with curls. And this guy that's about as big as a truck comes up behind me, you know, casts a shadow and I'm thinking to myself, okay, great. Well, happy birthday to me. I'm going to be killed and stuffed into the walls. He looks at me and says, so what are you doing? And me, knowing that I'm going to die, turn around and say, um, I'm just working biceps. Well, he looks at me and says, well, come here, kid. Here, let me show you how to run this stuff. And I, from that moment on, I was welcomed into the gym culture. Uh, the people were nice. They were helpful. Even though they all looked rough and rugged and came from backgrounds of, you know, ex-cons and bikers, they're very welcoming, very warm, and very open about how to work out and uh, get yourself in shape. Well, let's just say that after a year of working out with them, I wasn't getting picked on anymore. I had a little more size, a little more confidence, and everything that I owe in my life positive basically comes from the gym and the culture and being able to build your body the way you wish. Because... Quite honestly, the only thing you only have control over in this life is yourself. So take this time to start mastering your body. Now, 
I've been working out ever since I was 16, so I have a grasp of the concepts of what to eat, what to do weight-wise, how to do, you know, cardio, protein synthesis, and all the other geeky stuff that goes with it. But to remove the stigma from all of it, the one thing you don't have to know is any of that to stay in shape. You don't have to know how to, you know, eccentric and concentric motions and what is using weights in a in a pyramid fashion or doing any kind of, you know, hit training. This is all stuff that comes along later when you become interested in it. And the reason why I wanted to say that is because I think a lot of people who are just venturing into fitness, maybe you're getting older and have not been the kind of person that's been fit and now you want to, but it is incredibly intimidating, incredibly daunting. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's like anything else on the planet. If you're interested in it, it's very easy to saturate yourself with information, especially if you go on Google on, hey, Google, how do I get in shape? And you're slapped in the face with everything on the planet, 90% of it wrong or not even directed to you. So I'm here to talk about that. If you've never been fit before and you want to get into fitness, the best advice I can give you is simply start slow. Now. As a trainer, the biggest mistake I see with clients and people in general when they work out is the attitude that if I was to run a marathon, marathons burn 4,500 calories, just think of the weight I'd lose. All I have to do is run a marathon a week. Oh my God. Seriously? If you're the kind of person that gets burned out driving 27 miles, 24 miles. And I apologize to the runners out there because specifically, I'm not sure how long a marathon is, but I do know that it's very long. Something I myself would not challenge myself to because that's, that's for a complete other mindset of runners who, wow, I admire you guys. Anyhow, the big getting back on track Doing a ton of exercises or just jumping into it, you know, face first is only going to bring you trouble in so many different ways. This is the way that most people get discouraged because they don't see the results they want within the first week. And it's like, oh, my God, I've been eating salads and water and I've been, you know, killing myself at the gym and I haven't even lost a pound. So screw it. It's like, no. It's like anything else. Go at it slow and realize that it's a journey. It is a lifestyle. It isn't a sprint. It, it definitely is a marathon, going back to that adage. You need to train your body to do something that it's never done before. Stay in shape. And how you do that is by finding something that you enjoy doing. This is another subject I want to touch on, is that a lot of people, when they work out, they see the quote-unquote classic things that you're supposed to do to stay in shape. You join a spin class, you join an aerobics class, you get a trainer, you throw yourself into the gym with weights. If that is not your thing, but you think it should be only because it gets results, 
you're going to either burn out or just completely be discouraged. And if you don't like doing something, you're not going to do it anyway, so why bother? So advice first and foremost, find something physical you like to do. Now, physical means basically just moving your body for a certain amount of time. I've got friends that love gardening. Gardening is incredibly physical. You're squatting down, you're bending over, you're digging the soil, you're moving heavy plants, you're out in the sun. You're doing something that you enjoy that makes your body move. That is exercise. If you enjoy gardening, do it. But do it with a goal and purpose. Don't go out and plant eh, a couple flowers. Look at it as like, you know what, I've always wanted to start a vegetable garden. What do I need to do? Clear the land, get the seeds, get the fertilizer, move the heavy stuff, go work your body into the soil that you're creating to create your garden. That's exercise. And if you enjoy it, you're going to go out every day, you're going to till the soil, or you're going to do it, you're going to go out and get heavy plants, or you're going to move, um, you're going to use your equipment. You're using your body to do something to keep it fit. If you like to bike ride, get a bicycle, ride it every day. Challenge yourself. Today I'm doing a mile. Tomorrow I'm doing a mile and a half. Just keep pushing yourself. If you like to walk, walking is probably the most underrated exercise ever. I remember growing up, my grandmother, who was 75 at the time, my brother and I were six and eight respectively. And she said, come on, kids, we're going to go for a walk. Okay, grandma, let's go for a walk. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> that woman at 75 walked us a good five to 10 miles. She, we stopped at the grocery store and picked up groceries. We walked over to the cemetery, which was a huge, you know, beautiful place here, regardless of what it's used for. Walked around that. Walked all the way back to a restaurant where she bought us all milkshakes, and then we walked back home. I was beat. And here's this 75-year-old woman carrying groceries for a better than five miles, telling us to keep up. Because that's all she did was walked. She never drove. She had no use for a car. All she did was walk. And she was a strong, strong woman who passed as we all do, but she was in her late 80s, but fit up to that point, all from walking and just doing the basics. So keeping in shape is simply a matter of moving. It doesn't have to do with lifting heavy weights or getting into classes or doing anything extreme. It's simply about movement. So keeping in shape in our later years, maybe you were like me and you grew up lifting weights and challenging yourself with tough mudder races and fights and everything else that was just incredibly physical because you just keep wanting to challenge yourself. And now you've reached an age to where you can't take a punch anymore or your joints are starting to get a little sore from lifting heavy weights. Instead of living on that I used to be in those glory days, shift your mind. I still like being active. 
But now what do I do? Do I lift heavy? No. I lift, but I lift for reps to keep my body tight. So lighter weight, higher reps. I can still do that and still see the results I want and still stay active, both physically and mentally, because I see I'm doing something. I'm challenging myself. For those of you who have not been active your whole life, but want to be, but have the attitude of, oh, I can't because I'm too old. No, you're dead wrong. Every day is a good day to start. So I'm going to challenge you. For those people out there who are listening who think that I can't do this because I'm too old, you are dead wrong. You can do anything. As long as your body is physical enough to move, you can move. Hell, I've had clients who had to be carried into the gym, who I had to help with a one-pound weight lifting it because they were just completely ravaged by cancer. And the chemotherapy had left them completely weak. And through physical exercise, they got better and became the people they want. I've seen that. I've done that with the elderly too. I've had clients as young as 16, as old as 85. And with my older clients, you move within their ability. Maybe, of course, they can't do heavy weights. And of course, they can't do box jumps. And of course, they can't ride a bike. But they can get up out of a chair and sit back down. Get back out of a chair, sit back down. Sounds incredibly simple, but if you've got bad knees and a bad back, it's a challenge. But if you challenge yourself five times up, five times down, great. Just do that for today. Tomorrow, do six times. And soon you'll find that getting up out of the chair to go get something out of the refrigerator and coming back and sitting down, oh my God, I don't feel pain anymore. I actually feel pretty good. Exactly. And this is what we're talking about. Feeling better in your later years by staying active. And the benefits are vast. Physically, your body's going to move better. Physically, you're going to feel better. You're going to be able to digest food more. You're going to be able to have a better mental quality because you don't feel like, oh my God, I'm old and I'm not doing anything and my best years are behind me and woe is me. Trust me, I've gone through that. So I know what you're going through. But to break out of that is to become physical. And like I say, find something you love to do and make that your exercise. If you like to paint, that may sound like, well, it's I'm not doing anything. Stand up while you paint. Don't sit in a chair and paint or draw. Stand up with an easel. Work yourself. Make that body move. If you get too tired, if you have issues of knees and backs, stand for as long as possible, then sit for the rest of the day and recover. But notice how long you stand, okay? Five minutes at the easel, and I'm not really feeling that great. Great. Go sit down, go rest. Tomorrow. Set a timer, make it six minutes. Always challenge yourself to be better, and you always will become better. And the watermark is you. 
Be the best you can be for yourself, not for anybody else. If you're the kind of person that's living with a partner that's going, hey, you need to work out. Hey, you need to get in shape. Hey, you need to do this. No, you don't. You don't need to do it unless you feel like you need to do it. So do this for yourself. The only person that's going to benefit from you being in shape and you feeling better is you. So do it for you. And the older we get, the less that we want to put up with others and their attitudes, and the more it should be about us. These are the times now that we have to look at ourselves as, you know what? It's time to take care of me. It's time for me to be strong. It's time for me to be in shape. It's time for me to get off these vices because I want to live a better life. And you can simply by doing. So on that note, I think I've rambled enough for today. I want to thank all of you, the vast, vast, vast numbers of you that are listening to this. <laughs> I want to say thank you and welcome to episode three. I hope this has uh, shined a little light in your life. And I'm looking forward, as always, to our chats again. Have a fantastic day. Stay safe. Stay productive. And uh, work that body. Talk again soon.